Welcome back to Me'afei Loliora, the Shir series in which we derive chizik from the Parsha Shavua, spreading the light of Torah during these dark times. And here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, this week's Parsha is Parsha's Toldos. And Parsha's Toldos should really provide us that much-needed chizuk, as Parsha's Toldos presents in very clear form the difference between good and evil. It is a difference between night and day, and it is the difference between Yaakov Avinu and Esav Harosha. And the difference could not be clearer. Yaakov is the Ishtam Yoshev Ohalem. He is the wholesome man who sits in the tents of Torah, learning the Torah, connecting to Hashem and that which is holy and meaningful. And yet, on the other hand, we have Esav, who is an Ish Sada, an empty man of the field, a violent hunter who kills freely and has no interest in connecting to anything that is actually holy and meaningful. We have righteousness and evil incarnate right before our very eyes. And this clarity of the reality, of the difference between good and blatant evil, which should provide us that comfort, knowing which side of things we are on, our understanding of the difference between Yaakov and Esav, again, that which should provide us chizuk, is all of a sudden called into question. So much so that even Yitzchak Avinu is not quite sure who is deserving of the bracha, at first glance, according to the Pashib Shah, he wants to give the brachas to Esav. Is Yitzchak even aware of the extent of Esav's wickedness? Could Yitzchak not tell the difference between the righteousness, the tzidkos of Yaakov Avinu, and the rishos, the wickedness of Esav Harasha? And if Yitzchak could not tell the difference between the deservingness of Yaakov and the emptiness of Esav, what could we expect for the world at large? A world where Sheker reigns supreme? A world where there is even a question of moral equivalence between the wholesome Yaakov Avinu and the nation of Yaakov Avinu, Am Yisrael, and those contrary to Yaakov Avinu, the Esav Sonius Yaakov, the wickedness of Esav, the suggestion of conveying and conferring a klala, a curse upon Yaakov Avinu in the face of Esav Harasha, a suggestion to give the bracha to Esav, how could that possibly be? And this phenomenon can be explained by an insight of the Orgadal Yahu, Rav Gedal Yashur, who explains what in fact was the original mission of Esav Harasha before he became Esav Harasha, how it possibly could have been that Esav was deserving of a bracha from Yitzchak, and Rav Gedali Shor explains that the missions of Yaakov and Esav can be understood in light of Gan Eden, where there were two trees. There was the Eitz HaChaim on the one hand and the Eitz Hadas Tovara. There was the tree of life and then there was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And explains Rav Gedali Shor that Yaakov Avinu's mission in this world was symbolized by the Eitz HaChaim. We know that the Eitz HaChaim is a symbol of Torah, Eitz Chaim Hilamach Hazikimba. And explains of Gedalia Shor that Yaakov's mission was the mission of Emes. As we know, that Moshe Vesaraso Emes in the Torah is Kulo Emes, the world of the tree of life. The world of Vietzachayim and Gan Eden is a world of only Emes. And of course, those with the Torah are able to see the Emes. And yet, the mission of Esav was the mission symbolized by the Eitz Hadas Tovara, the tree of knowledge of good and evil the tree that symbolizes the world that we live in, the world that is made up of a tarobis, 
a fusion, a combination, a mixture of both tov and ra, of good and evil, of emes and sheker, of truth and of falsehood, a world where it's not exactly so clear what is true and false, where for some reason so many people are unable to detect the difference, and the mission of Esav as a potential partner to Yaakov, sort of like Yisachar and Zavulun, where Yaakov would engage in the world of Emes and the world of Torah, and Esav would engage in the quote-unquote real world, where he would get a living, make a living, provide for Yaakov. Part of that mission was for Esav to go into that world of Emes and Sheker, and to be able to distinguish between Emes and Sheker, between Tov and Ra, to detect that difference and to extract the Tov from the Ra, to extract the MS from the Sheker. And, of course, unfortunately, the Asavs of the world have failed to do that. They have failed to detect the difference between Tov and Ra, between MS and Sheker. Western civilization, by and large, which symbolizes and is the embodiment of Asav, in many ways has failed to, dete- to detect that difference. An area which Yitzchak saw Esav could have succeeded in, unfortunately he did not realize that Esav had failed. And yet we are able to find comfort in the fact that for us it is clear as day, much like what we find in the Mechira, the sale of the Bechorah, of that firstborn rites, which the Torah tells us, Michra Chayom, as Yaakov told Esav, Sell it to me like the day. As Rashi explains, sell it to me as clear as day. And that's exactly what Esav did. He signed over his rights, his rights to the firstborn, his rights to the Bechorah. He sells it over to Yaakov. He writes it down on the dotted line. There is documentation to prove it. And somehow the world continues to deny it. Yaakov Avinu, he follows the path of the Avos and he marries within the family as Yitzchak commands him. While we find at the very end of our parsha, where does Esav go? With whom does Esav align himself? He aligns himself with the wicked family of none other than Yishmael, adding evil unto evil, as Rashi tells us. And this, of course, has become the path of much of Western civilization, the Esav Sonias Yaakov, aligning themselves with Yishmael, Yemach Shemav Zichro, and many of the Umos Olam as represented by the UN, also doing the same, aligning itself with Yishmael, choosing the Sheker, embracing the Sheker. Rav Palm explains that there is one reason why the United Nations exists, and that is just so that we have the written records, the documentation, the undeniable documentation of their wickedness, the Mechra Chayom, selling us out as clear as day. And despite the Gullus, our chizuk is derived from the fact that knowing that our gullus is a result of the fact that we are Klal Yisrael. Rabbi Yonason Sachs explains, based on the Rambam in Parish Mishnais and Medarim, that the very gullus itself is the tell-all proof that we are the Zara Avraham, we are the legacy of Avraham Avinu, who at the wristband of Asarim was told that we would go through Gullios, we would go through exiles, we would go through suffering. The tranquility of Yishmael, as it is described at the end of Parshas Chayisara, the tranquility of Esav, as it is described at the end of Parshas Vayishlach, 
are proofs that they are not the Zara Avraham, so that all those who align themselves with Esav and Yishmael are on the wrong side of history, are on the wrong side of destiny. We can derive comfort and chizuk from the fact that we will win because MS is on our side, and that is because we see life through the lenses not of the Eitzadas, Tovarah, not fooled by the Sheker, but we see life through the lenses of the Torah, the Eitzchayim Hivamachazikimba. We are Zoha to the light of truth in this world, and Bezras Hashem very soon. Everyone else will one day see it too. This year is dedicated to Yenish Masimim Rasi Chai Rachel Bastavitzvi Harani Kapars Meshkava. And this year is also dedicated as a schos for Kla Yisrael in the current Matziv. All of the hostages in Gaza of Kla Yisrael should be returned home safely. All of the members of Knesset Yisrael who have been wounded in this Milchama should experience Refuah Shalema. All of the members of Kla Yisrael who have fallen in this Milchama should experience an aliyah for their neshamos, and of course Hashem should seek nekama for their dam. All those relatives of those who have fallen should experience a nekama very, very soon. And sahal should be zocha to hatzlacha and the nitzachon in this milchama, and there should be yeshuos and misoros tovos and gula for klaistral all around. If you enjoy this share and others like it on the podcast, you need to partner up with us with a sponsorship. Or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group where you can find links to every uploaded share or links to share them that I repost due to their relevance, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's thedatabase, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, have a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you for joining us here at the database.